Welcome back to the Meaningful Success Podcast. My name is Saya, and this is my dad, Wade. Dad. Yes. What was your weekly win this week? Well, my weekly win is our weekly win. We completed the outline for the uh, Meaningful Success main book. Uh, as we talked about in previous sessions, that's kind of funny because we're kind of working backwards. We have the <laughs> we have the uh, business edition already completed, but uh, we're working on the main edition now. And we completed that outline that you know I've been working on for a few weeks now. So that was a that was a big success. Yeah. You know, yesterday for me, I just really needed to get out of the house. You know, you have anxiety and cabin fever and you just have to leave. Yes. And um, so I did so yesterday and I went and I spent some time at the library just journaling and writing and stuff. And I was able to figure out some bits of the story that I'm working on that I hadn't had a chance to figure out yet. So I. I yeah. Last time you were you were concerned about that or not necessarily concerned, but you were like you're struggling with that. You know, I had the beginning of the book and the end of the book figured out, but the middle uh, I didn't have as much. And so, so you had a sandwich with no insides. Yeah. So I was able to, not all of it, but make some good progress on that. And, you know, it helps a lot sometimes just to get out of being in the same environment and just get away and you know, yeah. so that's my win. Well, I I know this has nothing to do with what we're talking about right now, but I'm looking across over at Saya and I see you're wearing a straw hat Luffy hoodie. For those who don't know, we really like the show One Piece. So that, that made me smile. Anyways, <laughs> that's nothing to do with anything, but made me smile. Yeah. So you were mowing the lawn today. Well, Actually, technically, mom mowed the lawn. I got it started, and then she mowed the lawn And while I was doing other parts, like trimming the bushes and that kind of stuff. Yeah, Emma was, when I came downstairs this morning, because we were going to do our final session of outlining the book, Emma was just barking and barking and barking in the backyard. And I didn't know who she was barking at until I came downstairs and realized you guys were doing the yard, and she was barking at the weed eating. Yes, yeah, she didn't like that. <laughs> Emma is in the studio today as well, everybody, but she is conked out at she, the moment. She is. In fact, a few minutes ago, I heard her snoring. I was wondering if that was coming through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we were we were doing the lawn, and it made me start thinking. I know this is kind of a random thought here, but, you know, when you're doing the lawn, it was you mow, and then you trim with a weed eater, and then you, in our case, we actually got hand clippers and did some of the bushes and that kind of stuff, and then um, you blow it all off to make it real neat and tidy and that kind of stuff. It started me wondering or thinking about the whole success journey, whether you're talking the creative process or just other things that we're doing. You know, it's a difference if we just went out and mowed the lawn, but we didn't weed eat or didn't blow, or even if we if we mowed and trimmed but didn't blow off the sidewalks and stuff like that. The appearance, the completeness of the job is it's staggering how different it is. Because there's been sometimes I didn't have time to do all the stuff and I'd, I'd mow the lawn. But I come back and, you know, there's stuff growing over the sidewalks or that kind of stuff. And it just made me wonder if there's kind of an analogy to kind of how we're, you know, I don't know, I guess I'm waxing philosophical here, but I don't have any specific point to make other than it just, it just was interesting to me how different it looks when you have each of those pieces. And then I started thinking about that and I, and I realized that, you know, I was thinking of it in terms of a linear process. I was thinking,
thinking, okay, well, first you mow, then you weed eat, and then you blow it off. Now, granted, you're not going to blow off the stuff before you do the other stuff. Actually, some people weed eat and then they mow. Um, some people mow and then they weed eat. It's kind of like when you're painting a room. Some people trim out the walls and then paint the uh, the center, and then other people kind of paint the center and then trim it out at the end. So I guess there are some different ways that people might approach those things, but I don't know. I was, I was just kind of curious how that might apply to the success process or the creative process, those types of things. I mean, any thoughts? You go, no. Okay, we'll talk about something else. I say no. All right, <laughs> goodbye, everybody. See you next week. <laughs> this week, my dad had a thought. <laughs> And that's, and that's, and that's it. it. (laughs) Well, so in your mind, like when, when, when you were thinking about this stuff, yeah. Did you have any thoughts on, for example, are those finishing touches, so to speak, or maybe rather than finishing touches, it'd make more sense to call them, you know, the finer details, I guess. Yeah, finer details. What part of the journey does that sort of apply to? Is that more like your strategy? Is that... The, the first place my mind went was actually in creation of something like a book or yeah, something like that. in the and, creative process. And, and Or even, even in music. I, this is the same kind of thing. Sometimes... When I've been writing, I can get stuck in the details. You know, instead of sitting down and continuing to write, I I sit down and I go back over what I did, and then I just edit and edit and edit, and then I come back and I and then I'm like, I spent a good day, and I've done all of this editing, but I've not really ended up writing anything new. You know, I've I've even heard people talk about in the in the creation of music and that kind of stuff. How do you know when it's done? You know, that whole thing. And so sometimes I think we can get obsessed into, I don't know, perfectionism or trying to get every last little detail right rather than even getting the core content or the, the, those types of things put together in the first place. Yeah. In, in, in the creative process. Um, how that applies, I think, when we start getting into our personal success journey is I think that sometimes we can likewise obsess or get too focused on one aspect of of our life, of our mission, of our journey to the exclusion of others. In fact, that's one of the things that I was um, struggling with, which, which kind of led to, on a previous episode, we talked about the fact that I'm going to be taking a creative sabbatical for a period of time. And one of the things that led to is, you know, we're creating content, we're talking about the the importance of pursuing what matters most in life. Yeah. And literally in the process of trying to get a message of, listen, you need to build your life around those things that most matter to you. My life got out of balance. My life got too focused on one aspect to the exclusion or the omission of other things like music. I mean, I just really haven't done hardly anything in a good period of time. The thing about that is it's not simply a creative process for me. It's part of who I am. So like, for example, music has always been a part of my life. I mean, getting getting my guitar down and playing or whatever. And there's several things that that does. Uh, forget about trying to write a new song. Forget about trying to, you know, do something for anything other than myself. And I don't mean to say focus on being selfish. That's not my point. But there are needs that I had, you know, just to express myself, just to relax, to take time and and just kind of get into a different mindset. And when I was so focused on 
doing this or doing the other thing and not engaging in that thing that was really life-giving to me, was really fulfilling to me, it increases your stress it decreases your peace and those types of things. So that's one of the things I talked to mom about and talked about uh, several times is that, you know, I here I am trying to write a, a book about the importance of recognizing and, and living into all the pieces that most matter to you. And here I am unbalanced right now and have been for a while, not obsessing, but focused too much or concentrated too much in one area. That makes me think of the analogy you were using earlier with painting the walls. Mm. When when you look at the wall to be painted, the vast majority of it is that open space in the middle. Mm -hmm. And that's really also the area where you can kind of go crazy with just take the roller to it. And you don't really need to worry that much about precision. True. Like you can just work hard on it. You know, mm-hmm. in the same way that we work hard on our dreams or our careers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's those finer details that require at the at the edges that they they, you know, the middle of the wall kind of dominates your perspective and it dominates everything. Yeah. It's not a completely painted wall unless you actually carefully deal with the edges. It's not a completed lawn unless mm-hmm. you do the edging, right? Like right. I don't know. I it's it's also I think that's a point to bring up too that occurred to me is it's also easier i don't know about forgetting that stuff but it is easier to sort of blow off in the moment because you look at the whole lawn you're like i've got this whole lawn to mow Mm -hmm. and the relatively quote-unquote smaller job but the one that's more intimidating because it requires precision like with painting you know the trim right um right and I think we can get intimidated by those, like you said, those personal needs. Yeah. And you were expressing this to me this morning, that when you're looking at this sabbatical, it's what you need in many ways on a lot of levels, but it's also this scary, intimidating thing to be doing. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely an internal tug of war uh, on there because there's a, there's a still the creative drive. There's still the other things in me that I, that I'm passionate about. And, you know, it's kind of hard to say, okay, I'm not going to work on that for a period of time. Um, but it's necessary. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's something that's important from a, from a variety of reasons for perspective. Well, and I think what I'm getting at is if you liken that to painting the wall, if you look at it holistically, your whole life, you know, the, the big, middle open space, you know, that may be the dreams and the passions and the career and all that stuff, but the wall's not finished painting unless you do the precision of the, of the trim. And I feel like taking care of yourself personally, I think there's a place of you that has struggled with feeling like, well, that means I'm not going to make any progress. Sure. But I think the truth is looking at your life more holistically, actually what you're doing by taking the sabbatical is sort of filling in those edges. That's true. And and one thing that I will also say is the thing that I think is important to communicate, and I'm not exactly sure how, when we say, okay, you got the wall to paint or you got the lawn to mow or whatever, and there's that, that vast big piece in the middle. And then we talk about the edges or the trimming or, or those kind of things. The, the connotation of edges means those lesser important but still relevant issues. But that's not the case in, in, our, in our life's journey. A lot of times yeah. the reality is those edges 
are actually even more important um, in in many ways. It is your it is your your relationships. It's your it's your family. It's your health. It's your just you know a wide your your spiritual journey. It's, there's so many things. Not to imply that they're the edges, so they're the peripheral. It's simply saying that your life is vast. I mean, there's well, a lot of aspects. But not only like super important, but also, I mean, sticking with the the paint analogy, like imagine if you hired somebody to paint, you know, your living room and all they did was the big middle parts and that's it. If someone just did the trim and did a good job, I mean, the colors might clash, but that would actually look more organized True. than just having the vast majority of the walls some color and then this splotchiness on the edges, you know? You like, know, it's interesting you say that because, you know, uh, for those who are guitarists out there, and you probably have other things out there that are painted like this, but in guitars, what they call a burst is a common paint scheme. And with a burst, typically what happens is they have a kind of a dark edge that's the edges are really defined because they use usually have a darker color and then it fades into kind of a brighter color that's, you know, getting the, the biggest attention right in the center, you know, kind of maybe it goes from dark brown to gold. Yeah. And you're right, because if someone was to go and paint the edges, it's going to look more like a burst. But if you just go in there and you just paint the center, it looks like someone just kind of just threw a bucket against the wall or something like that. It's, yeah. it's very, it's very different. So, I mean, from a practical standpoint, Saya, I mean... Like, how do you apply this? How do we apply this? I mean, this is this is just us pondering. I guess it's kind of like, you know, we got our bongos here and we're kind of pondering, <laughs> you know, like the old, old uh, 60s or whatever. I don't know. But um, I mean, what? What? Forget. I'm thinking of the old 60s uh, TV shows with like Dobie Gillis and stuff like that. No one, you probably don't even know what that is, but it's the guy who played Gilligan and whatever. He sat there and played the, the bongos acting philosophical or whatever, psychedelic or whatever. I don't know. Forget it. You can cut this out of the program. There is a, <laughs> there's a very specific portion of our audience that their eyes are lighting up and they're nodding and they're like, oh, I know what they're talking about. And then there's, the, then, then, then there's, there's 95%. The <laughs> And there's the rest that are like me that are that are completely lost. Yeah, completely lost. But you know, the people that that makes sense to you. It makes sense. I bet it's profound. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. My point is this is kind of ethereal, kind of just random thoughts. I mean, what does that mean in terms of, you know, when we when we think about applying this to our journey? Well, I think I don't know. I think the most obvious one is, you know, when you're working on making plans and like, don't leave out the personal side. Don't leave out the need for rest. Don't leave out the need to you can't spend every waking hour doing nothing but the productive thing. Like you need to, and, and, and when I say productive, I mean the stuff we think of as productive, yeah. right? I think it's really easy, especially like, I mean, I've taken a number of late courses and, you know, uh, listen to people talk about success stuff and all this. And there's, there's this, uh, tendency whenever someone mentions like, oh, and, you know, make sure you get rest and make sure you get exercise and blah, blah, blah. It's really easy to just let that become white noise because that's not yeah. what I'm listening for, right? I'm listening for the productivity advice. I'm listening for this and that. And I think it's important to not let that become just white noise in your brain because... well. That's true. Um, but I would even take it a step further. Part of that implication is all those things are necessary to still go after that singular thing. 
Yeah. So what that means is, yes, you need to make sure you rest, but you're resting so that you can make sure you do this pursuit or you're doing these other things right. so that you right. can do this right. one pursuit. What I, I think we need to emphasize is these other things are equally vital, equally important. And so they're not solely serving this one objective. They have their own place and importance in your life as well, and they should have due attention. Yeah. So, Saya. Yes. With this kind of simplistic uh, <laughs> observation today, what was your weekly favorite? Oh, it's the weekly favorite. I want to emphasize, you know, for our, our listeners that although we spent this whole episode talking about edging, um, this is a family-friendly podcast. So I my, don't understand. Oh, that's okay. It's probably good that I don't understand. Uh, my weekly favorite is Audrey and I went to see a, a movie last week, uh, the Dungeons and Dragons movie, and it was much better than I thought it was going to be. I, I was I had no expectations, but it ended up being a lot of fun, and um, yeah, I liked it. <laughs> was it. Were there actors that I would recognize in that? Chris Pine. I don't know if you would recognize anybody else hmm. who was. Well, no, you would. Uh, uh, Hugh Grant. Oh yeah. Um, he he's in the Hugh movie. Grant. Yeah. <laughs> Hugh Grant. My my father. For those of you, which is all of you who cannot see him. <laughs> Just, just like shrugged my shoulders, shrugged his shoulders and, up by his ears, and, and that's because I mean, Hugh Grant is hilarious. I think he's hilarious. But there was one movie that he was in. It was some kind of set in like I don't know, like eighteen hundreds England or something like that. And so he was the clothes that he wore made him look like he was shrugging his shoulders the whole time. But anyways, but um, but <laughs> I don't know. Anyways, but that reminds me when you say you went in there with zero expectation. That's how I went into the movie The Princess Bride back in the 80s. Yeah. I had, I mean, my friend and I, we were just going to see just about any movie that was out that summer because there was nothing else to do. And I went into that movie with zero expectations. And it was one of the most hilarious movies I had seen. Yeah. I mean, it was, I wouldn't put it on that level. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, it was good. It wasn't, it wasn't that level, but much better than I thought it was going to be. So what about you? What's your weekly favorite? Well, my weekly favorite is in the process right now. Um, my wife makes homemade bread and not just, okay, I'm going to, you know, get some flour and make homemade bread. Literally, she has- You know, the way people do. Yeah. The way people go, oh, I'm just going to get some flour and make some homemade now, bread. She actually has like the the wheat berries themselves and has this grinder that she actually grinds her own flour and then goes through the whole process. So it's really good. So anyway, so, and it's- She's grinding that flour as we, well. I think she's paused so it doesn't come through on the microphones, but uh, she'll be <laughs> doing that. And and it's, uh, I don't know, it's it's a favorite because I know it's always really good. So am I going to get any? Of course. Okay, good. <laughs> of course. In fact, she said she's probably going to have a lot to give away. But oh, I don't, cool. I don't, yeah, so. Well, everyone, thank you for listening to this weird episode well, of thanks. the podcast. <laughs> It was a little bit different. I guess the last two have been a little bit different, but... Um, yeah, but, you know. Well, you know, we keep you guessing. We keep you interested. So, that, you know, you never know what's coming come out. And uh, one of the things I was going to also do is give a shout out to my brother-in-law, Patrick. I understand that you listen sometimes. And Patrick, if you're hearing it, we hope you're doing well. Uh, miss seeing you and hope to see you soon. Um, and for everybody else, we, we wish you... Uh, <laughs> and for everybody else, <laughs> I hope not to see you. <laughs> no!
No. Everyone else. <laughs> no, and everybody Leave else. Leave me alone. <laughs> no, for everybody else, we hope you enjoy the episode. We hope you uh, listen to this and maybe some of the, uh, the previous episodes. Uh, we've got about half a year's worth of episodes now out there. And um, tell some friends. Uh, share share the podcast with others. Uh, we appreciate it. All right. Well, we'll see you next week, everybody. Night, night, Emma. <laughs> yeah, Emma's still calmed down on the floor. The Meaningful Success Podcast is good, and thank you for listening, and I love you, and all the things, and it's licensed, and we have money that we have spent, and we are hoping that uh, we won't get sued. Thank you. Say what? <laughs> <laughs>